Good morning, Marissa. How's it going? I'm good. Happy V-Day. I know, right? It's Valentine's Day, and I hopefully you guys are catching the spread of love and not the coronavirus, because that is or the herpes. real deal. Or some herpes. <laughs> you got to keep the a lookout for that. that keeps on giving. But I mean, Marissa, what about Bernie and Mayor Pete both claiming, you know, victory in Iowa and New Hampshire caucus? That's kind of funny. Um, yeah, I mean, as far, I mean, you can make up your own reality now, we have decided. Hey, I mean, if you right? get 6,000 more votes in <laughs> Iowa, I, I mean, that sounds What's like a victory to me. But tax. I mean, and also we got to celebrate. There was a really cool thing that happened at the 92nd uh, Academy Awards where Parasite was the Yay! first foreign film to win the Oscars for Best Picture. And they won Best and Director, you, Best Screenplay. you called it. Alyssa wanted it. But you actually called that they were going to take it. I think they were going to, and they did. And, but yeah. I still haven't even seen uh, 1917, so I don't really have an opinion for both. Well, I've seen Parasite. It's yeah. phenomenal. Go see it. But hey, <laughs> we got a show for everybody, so stick around because our guests in the studio are two comedians, Rebecca Munley and Neil Pat- Fanchani. Uh, hopefully I'm saying his name right. Fanchani. He's going to kill Fanchani. me once he gets in the studio. He's probably looking at me right now. <laughs> but hey, check out our new YouTube episode drop featuring Vox film critic Alyssa Wilkinson. All right, it's time to rock and roll. Hey, listeners, do you know the difference between dating and student loans on Valentine's Day? (laughs) Your student loans will screw you with interest. (laughs) So it's a marriage. (laughs) Yes, indeed. It's a long one until you can finally get out of that divorce. (laughs) In an article from Forbes titled, Trump calls for an end to student loan forgiveness program by Zach Friedman. The 45th president is proposing a new annual budget calling for several changes, uh, to the student loans, which are part of a $5.6 billion cut in funding to the U.S. Education Department. The Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program, initiated in 2007 by President George W. Bush, forgives federal student loans for borrowers who are employed full-time in a federal, state, or local public service job or a 501c3 nonprofit job. And, And... who make 120 eligible on-time payments over the 10 years. So, Trump's plan titled, A Budget for America's Future, would cut $170 billion in spending by placing an end to the subsidized loans. So currently, the government covers the interest for the borrowers who are still in school or experiencing economic hardship. So if the proposed White House plan can't fix the U.S. budget for another 15 years, why completely get rid of the student loan forgiveness program? Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. what do you think, Marissa? Well, I mean, what I keep coming down to is why has not one politician, no one, has actually proposed something that makes sense? Right. Which is, I mean, don't get me wrong, like forgiving all student loans would be like a fairy utopia, um, <laughs> but it's not going to happen. But why not do what they did with the housing market, where you have bad loans with interest that is skyrocketed over what the value is. Right. You bring that down to what was borrowed. You put it at a fixed interest rate, 3.5. Why not? Even I, a yeah. four. But then you allow them to pay back on principal just like a house loan. Student mm. loans right now, you can pay as much as you want, but they're still going to force the amount of the capital that you have against it. You know what I mean? So that right. you're not actually paying it down because they want all their interest over 20 years. But it seems like just getting rid of the student loan forgiveness program doesn't seem to make a difference to the deficit in the whole country. Yeah, I mean, so why I not just blow us all so, up? But I understand the <laughs> argument that some people say that a lot of these student loan forgiveness programs are actually catered towards the graduate students and the whole idea is when the graduate students get out of college, they will have enough money to be successful enough to pay off the loan program. So, Yeah, 
If you're not in the arts. If you're not in the arts, yeah. If you're in the world of the MFA theater, you know, in television and film, hey. You know what? Instead of getting rid of the programs, how about we propose a program to fix it and then get rid of it? I don't see why not because I know what President Trump believes is that reducing the number of student loan repayment plans will simplify student loan repayment and help borrowers pay off student loans faster. In an article from the Washington Post written by Sarah Kaplan titled, Want a green Valentine's Day gift? (laughs) Don't buy chocolate or roses. Kaplan has burst the bubble of romantic couples around the world this Valentine's Day. As she writes, It takes quite a bit of carbon to get both chocolate and roses from farm fields into your sweetheart's hands. West Africa is where two-thirds of world's cocoa is processed and is facing massive legal and illegal deforestation. And those roses we women covet so much, most of them come from Colombia, and the transportation by U.S. cargo is spiking our carbon emissions. However, there is some silver lining to Kaplan's article. Mars, the company that brings us Twix and M&M's, has pledged to be 100% sustainable by 2025. If you can't wait that long for chocolate, you can find chocolate certified by the Rainforest Alliance. And please skip the roses this year. Buy from local florists using native plants in your area or go to your neighbor next door. Click, clip, clip. Make a little bouquet. Okay. okay? <laughs> so, Chris, yes. do you think a girl will fall for the line that they didn't get anything this Valentine's because you are a climate-conscious Valentine? No, you'll stay dried <laughs> up just like me. You know, if you're in graduate school and you if you actually want to get laid and have some fun, you better buy your girl some chocolate and some roses. That is some no joke right there. Like I said, you can get the chocolate from those uh, certified ones. Well, as Kaplan states... It's a message of love that actively fights climate change. And what's oh my more romantic <laughs> than that? Oh, I love it. Well, Marissa, isn't yes. this just the perfect way to transition into a great article? <laughs> In terms of traditional views, is the role of the household being redefined by millennials? Ooh, In an it? article from the New York Times titled, Young Men Embrace Gender Equality, But They Still Don't Vacuum. By Claire Kane Miller. (laughs) Miller claims today that young people have become much more open-minded about gender roles because it shows in their attitudes towards pronouns, politics, and sports. Mm -hmm. Did you hear that? It was pronouns, politics, and sports. I mean, please. Millennials could care less about pronouns and politics. I mean, we're sick and tired of identity politics 24-7. That's why we're stepping up. Because in a new survey from Gallup found that among opposite sex couples, those ages 18 to 34 were no more than likely than older couples to divide most household chores equally. In in a study published last month, Generation Z were asked about their ideal family arrangement with young children. Almost a quarter said it was for the man to work full time (laughs) and a woman to stay home. Have we got insane? I mean, literally, (laughs) listeners, have we got insane? Because the ideal family arrangement doesn't work. So I'm not picking up the vacuum anytime, Marissa, are you? Um, I have to vacuum and work. Do you? Okay, yeah, because my husband has somehow fallen in between the it's cracks. Be- He's like the new age, like, I want my woman to work and be independent. Well, maybe you guys And I also don't want to clean. 
Okay, yeah. so I'm in like a catch-22. <laughs> but, but it does sound like you already have that ideal family arrangement already set up. For him. Because Jay set it up for you. For him? What about that, me? <laughs> but I mean, I want to stay home. I have decided okay, I want to go back. But I want the idea a man about how this his, could be his cape on the ground so I can stomp in a puddle on it. The idea about this being so <laughs> dangerous is Marissa. Uh huh. Magic. Have you seen the Titanic? Yes, I have. Why can't the men get off the boat first? Why does it have to be the women <laughs> first with the children? If I was at the exit first, I should be the one that leaves. Well, first. here's good news for you. In planes, they do not. Um, discriminate against men. We'll so see until the plane falls by, down. If you're no, by, we'll see when the plane drops <laughs> and see if that plan out. goes into effect. All right, Marissa? But well, there I'm is, kicking you in the head and going first. But so. there is one area in which young couples were most likely to be equal than older couples, and that was in daily child care, though the women were still likely to do more of it. Orgasm. You already know this is uh, <laughs> Valentine's Day, and I know that was from co- that was like an old Frankenstein film. Young Frankenstein. Young. Hell you yeah. s- have you seen that film? Oh, that's one of my favorite films of all time. Really? Yeah. Is yeah. that the kind of film you put on during Valentine's Day? Um, I don't put on any films during Valentine's Day. <laughs> so what do you do during your Valentine's really Day? Know. Why? Um, what are you, are you gonna do are today? You? What, are you gonna <laughs> what am I gonna do today? I'm gonna be alone, oh. and I'm gonna nap. Are you on Pornhub? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going like, to be so on soda. My parents are watching. <laughs> <laughs> are you on? So you it just know I'm paying the bills, mom yeah, and dad. You, you've seen them, Neil? I've seen this video. Oh. That you just started, yeah. I'm just oh. talking about what I do on Valentine's Day, and everyone's like, I'm giving me Bitcoin, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, hey, we got two comedians, Rebecca, and we got Neil. And, and Neil, I, I think I butchered your last name at the beginning of the show. I heard the tail end of that, like, Bachani. saying, Bachani. That's it. Okay. Yeah, you got it right. Okay. Yeah. And then I got it right. I think See, that's, that's I, always I my worst too. fear in life is when you butcher someone's last name. I mean, that's kind of like going on a date, right? You got to know their last name before that's you... That's why everyone do should you? have nicknames. Do yeah. you? <laughs> do you just care about the first name? Well, I don't want them to know my last name, so I try not to learn their last name. Like, if it's a first date, like, from the apps, I would prefer to be... But you're a comedian. Everybody's got a Re- Rebecca Munley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's not how you become famous? Maintain anonymity? That's like... Yeah, right. <laughs> like, but I can back her up on this. Like when, okay. when you're exchanging numbers with a girl, like I always have to give my last name so they can figure out how creepy or not creepy you know, a dude is. Like, okay. Uh, but I never expect it back. That makes it more legit. Yeah. Interesting. Well, you know what? Well, like, hey, you I can just, know who I am. You know, I used to date people based off their last name because I hated my last name so much. I was like, if I date you <laughs> and we get married, like, am I going to like your last name? So my husband's last name is Suzel, and I liked it more French, so I changed it to Suzelle. <laughs> you know, Wait, so you got married and changed your husband's last that's name? A, that's, that, that's, that's, that's a boss move. I think that's embracing gender equality, yes, right? Yes, By being able right. to work together to change. Because I'm thinking about Suzelle. 
I just sounds sexy. <laughs> does sound Wait, does sexy. he go by that now? Or? Um, he does go by Suzelle. Oh, wow. like, he it. is a man of the times. You did it. <laughs> a man of the times. Uh, that's well, compromise. Yes. <laughs> exactly. But you know what? We kind of broke the rules. We gave you a nice rose, Rebecca. But Aww. we also, I wanted, From to, Columbia. But I wanted to do something <laughs> special for the listeners because I wrote a little uh, Valentine's Day love letter. And just because I wanted to keep it green, I kept it on my phone and I didn't write it down on paper. So I just want to let them know what's good. So what's good, listeners? It truly does feel like love is in the air. And if I had the opportunity, I would bring you chocolate milk from brown cows because you're the reason I get up each Friday morning. We've been together for over a year and a half, and as the time spent together, we don't need a Valentine's Day. I love you every single day. I love you like Kanye West loves Kanye. And there's nobody else I'd rather speak to than the voices of the Avocado Toast generation. I mean, the outpour of love from our listening audience by supporting our dreams to become a vocal spotlight for millennials is better than an orgasm. I mean, that's why I put off sex for this long. I mean, because you guys have allowed me to be a part of your household in Morning Drive and loving you is like a bottle of Pepto. I can't hold it in. Much love to all the <laughs> listeners. But as you can hear, that was my way of celebrating a green Valentine's Day. So I want to ask two comedians: Are you guys in for this? Or I mean, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm so, out. So if a You're guy out? if a guy came to you with that okay. crappy poem, and he was <laughs> like, for our I mean, uh, sorry, I mean, I'm, really well thought out poem. Thank um, you. And, and he was like, "Baby, I go green. Poem. There's no flowers because we're killing the emission. There's no chocolates. I couldn't find any that was so- certified by Amazon Rainforest on Amazon. Uh, you know okay. what I mean? So like, uh, I just want to give you this from my heart poem on my phone." Would you be down? No. Exactly. Yeah, Panties are staying Absolutely up. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if my facial expression doesn't read over radio, but I was like... Mm. But is that But is that something sexy for a guy to do? I mean, Neil and I need some help. I mean, do we, do we keep it plant-based? <sighs> okay, look. I think the most economic and environmental-friendly gift you can give a woman for Valentine's Day... It's an orgasm. Exactly. <laughs> You haven't given it to her before. You haven't given it to her before. Wow, I like the, the assumptions here. Yes. <laughs> Do we just look like that? Man. You're I not know. gonna this, 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 it's not gonna be regifted. That's right. kind of a harsh reality just, because and each time is different and new. Add a girl. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. well hopefully. Hopefully. But millennials are kind of saying hopefully that the faking. best way to celebrate a love That's is by hilarious. planting a tree. Because then you can watch the growth of your relation happen in real time as you see the development rise from the Do you ground. know how long it takes to grow a tree? Like a long time. Yeah. A long time. Well, that's the whole point. You got to commit together to make it happen, right? Uh, how about I put Is that a, lame? But it also, <laughs> it also grows. How did it feel? Yeah. Well, what about a marijuana tree? That those would be kind of cool. Those man. grow fast. That's fine. That's, Although, like, those grow really fast. I, I I went on a date with a guy once who like did not like in his closet. He built a a marijuana like growing station, okay. and I was like, "Where are all of your clothes?" <laughs> like, <laughs> no, like that's not no. Don't grow your own marijuana. Go buy it. This is L. A. It'll feed the economy. Like, come but on. there's this idea now that millennials actually want to rent clothes now. Are you in support of this on a Valentine's Day date? You're like, why does Neil look so swagger? Why does Rebecca just look so beautiful in that dress? You did, didn't you? Did you? I knew yeah. you did. Well, I think that's I why you kind of got the little the chest hair coming out. Oh, I rented that too. But I think that's a real thing. And I, you know, and I don't know about the two of you, but have you ever been on dates before where they always constantly bring up their exes? 
because I feel like that's a real problem that's happening with millennials. Because I thought this was really funny. At the San Antonio Zoo in Texas today, they're hosting their first event called Cry Me a Cockroach, which is hilarious because they're letting people name a cockroach after an ex and then you get to feed it to an animal. And if you're feeling really good about this, you can actually get a pre-frozen rodent for $25 and then feed it to a reptile and they will give you a certificate so you can post it online. Would you two do it? Well, what does pre-frozen mean? Is it alive when it's frozen or something? I think oh it's my dead. God. I think it, yeah, what does pre-frozen? pre-frozen. Like, it isn't it just frozen. a normal... Like, it's I just think, frozen, right? I think it, it is frozen alive. Good lord. Oh my god. Yeah. And that's how reptiles like it? Well, I mean, then you, they defrost it when you give it to them. But and like, it's still I'm, alive. It's still living. No, then it's you... dead. No, that is dead. <laughs> that would be incredible. Cryogenic. There's a reason like... we're all single. <laughs> yes. We're not intelligent. No. Exactly. Oh my if god. I can, if I can get the pronouns right, this is going to really screw me <laughs> up. Can you like feed Walt Disney's head to a, <laughs> yeah. to a live python on Valentine's Day? We're raising the prices again yes. at Disney. Uh, again. Really? Hello. Hello, please. But I mean, is it petty though? I mean, is it really petty to kind of do events where, like, you centralize a Valentine's Day date around just tarnishing your exes? feels, like, sad, doesn't it? it? I mean, like, it's just advertising that you're still stuck on this person. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't bring yeah. a date to that. That's, like, that's that was a thing. both their ideas. That's it was like one person's idea. But imagine getting a certificate. Would you have the guts to do it? Like, to literally call out one of your exes? Yes. I mean, you haven't had one of those? Yeah, I mean. I would, I would post a I certificate. Would I wouldn't bring a date not. to do it, but I would absolutely <laughs> post a certificate. <laughs> I'm a very bitter woman. I feel, I feel the same way too. I mean, I've only been in like one relationship, and I'm so petty after it. Like, I don't even care for this girl at all. But it's like I would, yeah, I would blast on a certificate. Yeah. I think I it's would, hilarious. I would love to have it done to me. Like, if the, if, the, if, <laughs> yeah, right. if, if I got That's the certificate, awesome. I'd be like, yeah, I'm posting. Yeah, all of, all of Neil's exes out there, please go do this and post it on our on our show. So that actually sounds like a genius idea. So any. Anybody who was at the San Antonio Zoo, get that certificate and then mail it to your ex. Okay, Neil, yes. what I've is dated the, a lot of people in San Antonio. What's so the worst? <laughs> yes. What's the worst gift you've ever given to a woman? Ooh. Oh, worst gift of see, I'm a really good gift giver, so that's that's uh-huh. um, Are you a good one? Yeah, I really What's am. your ideal gift? It's they're always so personal. Like I get screwed yeah. at Christmas every time. Like my family gets like the best gifts, and, and I get, you like, get nothing. I got I, I got an IHOP gift card once. I was like, come on, really? <laughs> <laughs> I know the body type might indicate that I enjoy IHOP, but there is okay, no. What about what about a gift that you thought what the person would love, that by their facial expression you were like, oh, they didn't like this. Hmm. Oh, that's it's so interesting because I look really, really am good at this. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is funny. So, for what community. did you? Like, I'm really, really good at it's this. One, it's one of the few gifts I actually have that is, you know, like in a positive category. You know, <laughs> but my ability I, I mean, to drink think, is excellent you're as well. This <laughs> gift up so much, but what is the gift? Okay, what was the like, best one? I need gift? help. What's the best one? If you were like, I'm a, the best gift giver. Here's the best gift I ever gave someone. What is it? What works? Uh, okay, so here's the kind of gifts I give, right? So this is a girl who was really hot, who I like never dated or anything, but it was her birthday, and I'm just good at this. And she's, <laughs> God, this is so funny. She was really into tall dudes, so I got her a tall okay. boy, like you know, in, in a That's bag. Funny. And she's like, what? Is, yeah, things like That's that. That's funny. You know, um, there was yeah, but a girl, how about someone that you're romantically inclined with? Okay, there was okay. a girl I was dating. She was, she yeah. was totally. Are there any out there? She, <laughs> Oh God! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got some names. So there, there was a girl who was into. She was really into the musician Ryan Adams. You guys know Ryan Adams? Yeah. No, I do not. Um, Ryan Adams. So you know yeah, Ryan yes. Adams? Okay. okay. Um, 
So and there's also a big '80s musician mm-hmm. named Brian Adams. So I got her Brian Adams' <laughs> greatest hits on purpose, just to confuse oh, okay. her, and like spent the whole night pretending like that was my. Uh, like, I was so excited for her, and I kept talking about his songs. And, like, three hours later, I'm like, dude, I'm kidding. I know you have better music taste than this. Well, we're, well, we're Wait, that's... They're beds. I that, guess they are. That's I a guess. horrible gift. Like, what was, the ma- what was the gift after that horrible gift? Oh, man. It was so just, you are it was not me. a good well, gift. I, 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 you're good at amusing yourself, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see now why you're a cop. Well, I think, I think I'm really, really good at... Are really good at. Good. We're really good at amusing ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one thing. But right. Rebecca, I'm going to in... sign up for this cockroach thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> might as well just do it now. You might as well write but Happy Rebecca's Valentine's name on it. Mail. Yeah, <laughs> but I know, Marissa, you had something that was really interesting that we've been talking about. Yeah, because remember we were talking about online dating for so long? Oh, my God. And they keep talking about... Oh, my God. Okay, so tonight, if you were by yourself, not doing Pornhub, would you be willing to date an AI person? Like from her, you know, with the the ear? Yeah. There's dating sites that are starting to implement putting AI people into their apps because they want to teach people like myself and Rebecca and Neil how to date online. Hmm. Would you go through that crash course? I don't think... (laughs) I don't think women need it. I think men need it. <laughs> Why do the men need it? Because men do need it. Men, it's just I, just from what I've seen, like men just perfectly lovely men. I'm sure do not know how to talk to women online. I don't they'll, think so. They'll just say something that sounds nice on paper, but they don't understand that it's actually going to be on paper or on, <laughs> like in a text message and get sent to me as someone they don't know, and that it sounds like well, you have I I've gotten like. You've got such a like a beautiful head of hair <laughs> and uh, nice pale skin. Okay, check that one off. <laughs> like, pull like, my phone out real quick. I'm yeah. like, you're talking about yeah, my dark hair and my pale skin. But, but like, don't you think the problem with online dating is it's like you can like look up their whole like MySpace profile on their Facebook, and then you're like checking out every little detail, and then you have like a really engaging conversation for like let's say two days, and then you lose the interest like right away. It's like I already know everything about Rebecca. Like, what are we going to talk about when right, we get on the date? That's, like, that's, yeah, we can go bowling, but how? How many rounds of bowling do you, know you want to go? No, do you know what online dating needs? They need to have a way that we can actually smell the pheromones of the person we're talking to. Because that's actually what love is. Love has nothing to do with our soulmates and we're connecting. Love is I want to breed. That's some and our bo- stuff. No, I, no it's, it's scientifically That's, like some, so. that's why the, the, the romance of a marriage leaks out. And you have to like refine oh, that leaks, love. Leaks out. <laughs> it it leaks out. It's because it's like essential it's oils because that just leak out. Either, no, <laughs> you either bred and made kids or didn't, and your body's like now it's time for the genetic pool to open up. Go find someone new. But I don't think people. So actually we need to really smell our online finding, dating people. But I don't think people actually care about like actually finding love online. Like I just swipe r- right and regret later. I mean, does anyone <laughs> else do that? I mean, I just like I don't even really care to read any of the profiles. I'm like, why waste time like reading like over a hundred girls when you could just like wait for that moment to go. Wow, we matched, and it's like, oh god, I don't. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, we've all been never been in that situation. I, no. Oh, come on. I read the profiles. You never read swipe right and regret later? I mean, obviously, after go- after getting to know them on a date, yes, I'll regret it, but like, not like. <laughs> but definitely. What about you, Neil? My You're whole, being real quiet over well, there. Yeah, so, because here's the thing my whole online dating thing's a problem. Um, <laughs> okay, first of all, so since I bartend, you know, like, I meet people in public. Yes. And so I, I can do that, but. 
I, there's something about when I fill out an online profile, my personality just attracts women who weigh the exact same amount as me. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It just like it just doesn't work. It's because okay. the camera adds a thousand pounds a every thousand. time. <laughs> Maybe that Fair girl enough. is beyond sexy, and you just have no idea, and you're <laughs> judging by the image. Neil, you cannot judge. All right. I judge. I, Man, ju- I judge. We all, that's what online dating is. We all judge. That, true. That's true. That's why I swipe right and regret later. But hey, <laughs> stick around. We're going to be going through a real quick commercial break. This is the Chris Collins Show. And for those of you who have been streaming with us this morning but have to jump out, please continue to listen to our show by going to the com and click the on-air button today. All right, we're back in the studio. We have two comedians. We got a male and female comedian to talk about dating, our sex lives, and much more. But we got Rebecca and Neil, and we wanted to play you something really, really fun. Marissa came up with a really fun segment where we're going to be doing something called Would You Date Me If I? Right? Oh, man. So you got some... Well, why do you got the drums going? I like the drums. I always like the drums. Restart the music. I mean, come on I just love our drums. Ooh, hey, how you doing? For all the lovely <laughs> singles out there, we're going to find it right now with Rebecca and Neil. So I will be going first with Rebecca. Wait, all right? wait, real quickly. If you take more than 10 seconds to answer this question, you're going to hear a fail buzzer. Ooh. If you answered it, what I thought was really great because I'm in control, you're going to have a wonderful... Uh, Ding, 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 something, warm <laughs> yes. sound, something You will have a good. prices right, ding, ding, ding. Something all right. good. And Rebecca, okay. you're the first up, all right? Okay. Rebecca, would you date me if I celebrated Christmas in July? Yes. Would you? I would. But I, why? I love Christmas. <laughs> yes, that's why. I'm also Jewish, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a win in my book. <laughs> all right, Neil. Would you date me if I... Brought my parents on our very first date. Mother of God, no. <laughs> but I'm sure they're lovely. No There's second no date for you, homie. <laughs> first date. Okay, that happened to me. No, no, first date. No. That's happened to you before? Not on a first date, early on, but it was like in college. So, like, you know, that's different. Your parents roll up to college and it's like, yeah. hey, my parents want to go out to dinner with you. And I'm like, okay. But we've yeah, been hanging out a little bit. <laughs> first date. But first date's a little intense, right? My dad's really cool, man. He's six foot five, three hundred pounds, biker, tattooed. Is he single? Uh, He's not. (laughs) But if he ever was, I'll hook you up. He likes him. You know what? I'm gonna actually change my answer. I'm gonna say yes because nothing else has worked. So screw it. Why not? Why not? So you gotta bring your parents on your first date. So Rebecca, would you date me if I did your makeup for you? Fast. You no, me? no. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I don't trust you. But why would you trust any man in your life? No. Not even any of the drag queens out there. Oh yeah, I would, but I probably wouldn't date a drag queen. queen. You wouldn't date it? <laughs> probably not, because he'll be prettier than me, and I don't want that. <laughs> she'll, I mean, I wanna be she'll be prettier. She'll than be prettier. You. Thank I'm you. Sorry. Oh my I, god! Oh no! Okay. I, I'm I gonna get would you date me if I measured your sex pistol? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about dick pics. Yeah. They are there for a reason. I'm all, yes. I'm all about lying when I'm on camera on a live broadcast. So, yeah. It's all about I'll, the angle. Yeah. It's all about the angle. I act way more confident than I am about that. Wow, you're a lot more confident than me. I think that would be a little strange. Like, I mean, how? when would you allow that to happen? <laughs> well, there you go. 
<laughs> Marissa loves you. She gave you an extra point <laughs> for that answer. <laughs> but Rebecca, would you date me if I'm Aaron Hernandez? No. <laughs> but everybody's been thinking they're sexy. No. You don't think Aaron Hernandez is sexy? I don't want to get murdered. But have you not seen the show You? I, I mean, have everybody? seen the show You, and I wouldn't date him. Would you date Dexter? Ooh. Yeah. But I don't think he'd kill me. Oh, oh, I told you that women would respond that way. I told you. <laughs> I told you. I can change him. Why yes. do you keep what you <laughs> give, her, give, her her give her an extra point. I think I think she wins. <laughs> we were talking about this, and I was like, the difference between her and Dexter is Dexter wouldn't actually kill me. He would kill other bad people, yeah. but like he would love me and my kid. That's like and the her would thing. kill me. That's it, why, yeah. yeah. Well, is it because Kay. he's sexier than Aaron Hernandez or? Well, are yes. you being biased? I am being. A are you being biased. biased towards criminals? I'm being. <laughs> I think I'm being biased against. Wait. Yeah. Ne- I, move on. Yeah. Next one. <laughs> All right, oh, Neil. Would you date me if you knew I chewed my own toenails <laughs> with my mouth? Oh my God, no! I can't even. <laughs> but don't you think that's kind of sexy that a girl can put her toes to her head? Flexibility. That's the flexibility. The sex has got to be so insane. This is going to be one of the weirdest things I've ever said. But like, if you were like just sucking on your toes, that's a different thing. Chewing on your toenails. <laughs> gross. What if I brush my teeth afterwards? The whole scenario is so strange. You know what? If I got a video of that, then I'd be like, you're so weird. Yes. Well, let's let's just see what this is about. Yeah, tune in <laughs> yes. to Pornhub and you'll find plenty of that. So, Rebecca, would you date me if I, if you knew that my parents owned an online dildo shop? Yes. You would? Yeah. Free dildos. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be going on a date soon, too. That's, That's what it'll sound. <laughs> Neil, would you date me if I was a millionaire and never washed? Ooh. Oh, man. <laughs> that is tricky. Um, at this point in my life, I don't see any income uh, coming in. So, yeah. Yeah, totally in. And, uh, I feel you. Ever, I would do it. You like, know, but have no. you ever gone walking down Hollywood and the people who, like, really haven't bathed in a few years? Like, you would You would, you would date one of them if they had a million. I would date them if they had a million dollars. I don't know, man. You would, too, Marissa. I would not. I have smelt that smell, oh, and I'm going to have to say no. Well, you could just... <laughs> Plug your nose up with hundred dollar bills and and exactly. roll on. You know. That's the best purifier. Uh, <laughs> so a lot Rebecca, of would you date me if I dated your cousin before you? Depends on the cousin. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad you're not in my family. I thought you were gonna say something like, like stepmom or like. All right, Neil. Yeah. No. <laughs> would you date me if I like to watch scat pornography? Oh man, uh, that's just a no. I just, so it's too much. I that's a bad answer. I, yeah, but why is a bad? Answer. That is a bad answer. For your listeners out there, please Google what scat pornography is, yes, and it, you would also right, probably sorry, not what, hate what that. What is that? I just uh, just assumed that. No, I know. We're gonna let the mystery fly over the air because the listeners, if you want to know what it is, uh, do your due diligence because you're gonna love do, Marissa. Do, do it's your a do, your do, 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 do diligence. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I think after tallying up all those results, I think. Rebecca's our winner. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, Neil. Yeah. Us guys, we keep we keep <laughs> slacking. I expected to lose. You know, it's been pretty bad. But hey. then where was the fight, Neil? That's your problem in life. But you know you what? You gotta think to win. <laughs>
But Neil, let me throw this at you because yeah. I know you were really adamant about not bringing parents on a first date. But I know for millennials, the hardest thing ever is that second date. How do you approach a second date? Yeah, I, I think second date is, yeah, because the first one is there's like no pressure, right? So right. The second one, you got to make it as much as like the first one is possible. <laughs> okay. Right. So like pretend you never seen them and like all that, because it's just all this BS in your head that's going to be coming but in. But do right? you go all out when you pay for like Valentine's Day's gifts? Because there's a new survey on bankrates.com that's saying that millennials are going to be spending up to $200 today on their dates. So this is like a New Year's thing, right? Just everything's expensive, and you right. like the things you. Here's the thing: like I would want to say no, I wouldn't do it, but there's almost no way. If you're gonna do this day, there's no way to half-ass it, right? Yeah. Unless you're married, and I make my husband spaghetti tonight. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a whole different thing, right? <laughs> hey, but Marissa, if you just put on Fifty Shades of Grey, it makes everything better, right? I mean. <laughs> I mean, for me at least, I remember when that film came out on Valentine's Day. That was the best kinky sex I've ever had in my life. And I highly recommend if you have nothing going on and you're trying to get something going with your girl, does Fifty Shades of Grey work? Uh, well, I have only seen that movie with other girlfriends. <laughs> oh, so you're having Galentine's I'm Day. I'm having Galentine's. Gotcha. Uh, really only one of, my, one of my friends I saw it with in the theater. Every year, religiously, we went to go. <laughs> we brought in, like, bottles of Jameson. <laughs> it was the best movie going What wow. movie theater are you going to tonight? Uh, tonight, we'll probably be going to AMC. Okay, so here that listeners, liquored up, ready yeah, to go. go. <laughs> but Friday night. But I just want to remind all the listeners, you're listening to the Chris Collins Show. We got two comedians, Neil and Rebecca, and stick around because we got much more And of the Chris where can Collins they find show. you guys on social media? I am Hindulicious on Instagram. Hindulicious, ooh. I'm Rebecca Munley, LOL, on Instagram, and Rebecca Munley, ha, on Twitter. All right, catch ha. them out. So, you know, Rebecca and Neil, we always like to end off the show on a really positive note because if you go on channels 2 through 11, there's just so much negativity, like, all the time. Or it's like they put a YouTube sensation video at the end of your local news, and you're like, this is news? Like, what is going on, KTLA? That's pretty funny, actually. So we always like to end the show off on a really good note, and Mm -hmm. I love this story. So what's good today, Chris? This is what's good. So aboard the International Space Station, astronaut Christina Koch could watch the sun rise and set on Earth 16 times per day on all 328 days of her mission. So now, having complete the longest uh, space place, space (laughs) flight, Space, it's a new realm. (laughs) (laughs) But having completed the longest space flight ever achieved by a woman, Coke has returned to Earth where she can view the sunrise in the morning and sunset in the evening of her comfort of her home in Galveston, Texas. So that's really cool. So I have a little clip here from Christina Coke talking about her experience on the International Space Station. I think the challenge is actually remaining vigilant, remembering that you really are um, surrounded by a hostile environment and that a single emergency or a single, you know, set of string of failures could bring you into a chance where you have to exercise some of that really important training that we had on the ground. So just remembering how special it is here and focusing on everything that I have and not necessarily the things that aren't in my environment. I think, will I ever be back here? You know, am I saying goodbye for the last time or will I get to come back? And if so, how will it have changed? I have had such practice in now. So with a little bit of luck, I will get a chance to do a future mission. 
Nice. Which I think is a beautiful thing. And I just want to debunk it right out the gate. I know when I was first heard this story, I was like, wow, she was just two weeks short of Scott Kelly. Like, did they do that on purpose? Did they not want a female, you know, astronaut to beat, you know, the all time record of being in space? It's actually not true. She actually got her time extended an extra two weeks. So that kind of debunks all that. But, but why I, not an extra four weeks then? Sir? Why not an extra four weeks? <laughs> sir, I'm going back on this theory. I'm know, like, wait I'm a not, minute. If you gave me two weeks, why not four? Well, I don't know so much about space. I don't know how it works, but obviously you don't go just straight down back into Earth, right? It's going to be like a curve. So maybe you have to hit it at the right point and then they use math to kind of land Are you talking down. about sex? Because that's, that's, exactly, that's exactly Again, you what you want to be greedy. You don't want to go straight on. It. But you know what I think is wild? <laughs> they were talking about ideas about going to Mars, right? Yay. And they say a one-way trip takes six months. Would you do it? <laughs> you have to think yeah. about it? I mean, you, would you what if you space? did it? You have what? to think about I, that? I just, that's not so different from being on the 405, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> classic LA traffic joke. Um, <laughs> I don't want to go to space. What, what if you went with your love? With my love and space. They're like an ultimate, like amazing race. Wait, you don't want to go to space? space? We would hate each other if we were the only two people on that spaceship. You probably for six would, right? Neil, uh, please tell me you want to go to space. I mean, seeing what I did for the last six months, I might as well have just been in space. I mean, the impact of my life would be identical and it'd be pretty cool. So, yeah. I want to join the Space Force. That's all I'm saying. I'm putting it out there. Well, actually, <laughs> now that space. you say that, this is actually the first achievement under the Space Force. Oh! If you think about it. So she's it. the first woman under Space Force to actually to make actually, a major And not only just a woman, the only person yes. under Space Force. That's right. Hey, we learn something new every day as we're talking about. This is so cool. We are embracing gender equality. I just love it. I think I think it's just so beautiful. But Rebecca and Neil, thank you guys so much for coming on the Chris Collins Show. And where can our listeners follow you on social media? Instagram is Rebecca Munley, LOL. And Twitter is Rebecca Munley, ha. Ha. I love it. <laughs> I am uh, Hindulicious on Instagram and Neil Vachani on Twitter. Delicious. Nice. Ooh, look at you, Pikachu. I like that. All right. All right, Chris. So, who is next week's guest? I, I don't even have my paperwork again. I like oh, shoved really? it all. <laughs> I've been going all crazy. I'm like, move out of the way. We got to get our guest in. But I actually love this. This is going to be so cool. We got Harrison Dunn that's going to be actually Skyping in. He's a fossil excavator, and he was the one who uncovered a 65 million year old dinosaur. Wow. It's insane. So this is a big old story that happened out in Montana. So I'm we're beyond stoked this. to be talking. So if you're a Jurassic Park lover like me, you're going to love this show next week. And uh, Yeah, and if you like what you're listening to, <laughs> go to thechriscollinshow.com and become a member today and get that free CCS t-shirt. That's right. And be sure to tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and visit us at thechriscollinshow.com. Peace. Ciao, Bellas.